we got a lot of empathy from the general public, the non-black American and niche and worldwide public. A lot of love poured in to the black community about what we've dealt with. People have said that I'm listening and people have started conversations and things have happened. Some things have been removed. We all know that it still comes down to what can we get done legally, law changing. But we got to um, triple OGs and OGs around the nation are slacking. They're not doing their motherfucking job. Tell your people to stop it. It's putting a bad eye on us again. We were just getting some love and us going buck wild shooting up eight. I mean, like every fucking day in this city, eight shot, 20 shot. You know what? The prisons ain't going off like this. The motherfuckers are stopping whatever's going on in there behind those walls. We need some people who have some influence on the street to tell the brothers to take a chill pill because it just makes the world sit back and go, fuck them. You know what? After a while, they're going to say, fuck us again. Because we're not showing any restraint. And I don't care how a black person feels about what I say because it's the truth, man. New York is off the fucking chain. Chicago is acting ape shit. Even L.A. is taking a little bit of a break, man. We we got to do that, man. We got to be able to use the momentum we have for good to get us somewhere. Right now, it just seems like we're using this momentum to air grievances. And we air them at the end of a pistol. Be mad. Be mad as a motherfucker as society, man. Be mad at your government. Be mad at those laws that fucked you around. Be mad that Trump puts in all these federal judges that are gonna fuck you if they get the chance. But man, you gotta you gotta look at that other brother and that other sister sometimes and see a brother and a sister and say, you know what? Not now. Just not this moment. You can't be shooting up fucking weddings and funerals. Not right now, man. This is this is it's outrageous. We, we we gotta we gotta get past that. Just for, I mean, I know shit's gonna go back to normal, but we gotta give it a break for a while, man. And see, that ain't got nothing to do with systemic racism. That ain't got nothing to do with society. That's personal shit, man. And that shit sometimes you gotta put your personal in your back pocket, man. And it bothers me. It, it bothers me a lot that every day I gotta fucking see this in the paper. Every single fucking day. Seventy shot this weekend in Chicago. Sixty-three shot in New York. But you don't see every state that has a huge black population doing this. Atlanta's not going crazy because obviously their street leaders got them to a certain degree of chill the fuck out. You're not like I said. You're not seeing this in Philadelphia. You're not seeing this in New Jersey. You're seeing it basically coming out of Chicago and New York City. And I don't want to hear that the media is overhyping it. You know what? You get 70 motherfuckers shot at a hospital. That's still 70 fucking people shot at a hospital. Because I don't look at everything as a black conspiracy. Everything's not a black conspiracy. If a black man does a crime, it's not a conspiracy 
that he committed that crime. If a white boy does some funky shit, it's a white boy doing some funky shit. He don't represent the whole nation. There's no black man who represents me as a black man. I represent myself. You know, we got to get past that. Now, okay, before I even start on this, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Well, let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Now we want to talk about Mr. West, Kanye West. Me personally, I don't know how you're going to think about him, Ned. I don't know how you're going to come at this situation, but I'm not going to make fun of Kanye. Kanye's in the kind of pain that I wouldn't wish on anybody. And I wish that somebody would, mostly Kanye would love himself enough that he would just try to get some help. Yeah, but I'm like, is he in pain? Because I'm like, he always, this always, he always has an episode right around when music is going to come out. Last time it happened, right before his album dropped. He was supposed to drop an album yesterday, I mean Friday. So I'm like, why you only have episodes when, when music is coming out? Maybe, who knows what the stress is of coming out with that music. Let's not forget, a couple of years ago, this guy was crying dead broke. And yes, Donda is nowhere to be found, people. Nowhere to be found. But this this, this pot shot visit by Chappelle, this pot shot visit by Bieber, that shit ain't helping him. He needs real... You know what? He's really mentally ill, man. You can look in the man's eye and see the mental illness. He's not that good an actor. This is not, we're not talking about some, this is not Denzel pretending to be ill or fucking Tom Hanks, who we know can convince us. This is Kanye. This is a guy who's walking around with shoes on his feet that look like uh, they're made out of some fucking uh, seashell. So he's not, he's not normal. I mean, when your wife won't let you see her and the kids, because you're dangerous. I don't think you do. I don't think you pull off stunts like that. I think he's above you two stunts. That's just me personally. And if it, if you think that it always coincides with a release of an album, you know, I never thought about that. But let's not forget he had one of his worst episodes while he was on tour in sellout arenas. Oh, yeah. What was that, two years ago? That was a sellout. He had to cut the tour. That shit cost him tons of money. Do you know what his insurance rates must be to to go on a concert tour? Astronomical. Not because of crime, because he won't be able to make it to the events. And, you know, I, 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 I just feel for any human being that's going through that kind of pain. 
you know what? It's uh, I watched that whatever the fuck you want to call that rally thing, and I, I had to watch it because first of all, for I never understand this. For him to be a recording artist, it had to be the worst recorded public appearance by anybody in the history since like 1920. <laughs> and why we never got a clear what did everybody who phone was there was being jammed because even the phone video sounded shitty. You know. So, you know what? I, I wish Kanye the best. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit nobody. I'm not going to be a fraud. Am I a big fan of Kanye West? No. Have I liked some of his music? Yes. The dude, I could do without. I ain't never owned a pair of Yeezys. He ain't never made a pair of Yeezys that were to my liking. I am not spending $400 for some shit that looks biblical and it also looks like it's a mixture of a shoe that a somebody in the Old Testament and a bum today would wear. I'm not I'm not with that. I think I'm passing. Matter of fact, I know I'm passing on that. Even though I know some people who love his shit and I and I, I always ask them, "Why, man? That that shit looks like um it's garbage." You know what I mean? It looks horrible. Oh, somebody just checked in again. Who we got Good there? Good morning. This is Bones. Hey Bones, what's going on? Well, I'm maybe you could chime you you at the perfect time. We're talking Kanye. What's your feelings on Mr. West? Uh, it's a travesty when you see someone unravel right before you, uh, and he doesn't have any. It doesn't appear that he he doesn't listen to anyone, and he doesn't. Um, yeah, that's what I say. He just doesn't. He's not listening because he has his mental illness or his lack of a better word. He's off his off his meds yeah. and um and it's sad you know to see and also too because he has money <laughs> and uh if you have money then there's you go through all different types of uh avenues as Todd Bridges once said about I think it was Charlie Sheen he said that he did, he, he doesn't have a um he can't hit the bottom because he has so much you know the money to fall back on so Hopefully something jars and registers that he can get back on back on point mentally. Yes, you know it's it's I I was just telling Annette how much I dislike it. Uh, I've actually known a couple of people who've had psychotic breaks. Yeah, and I'm talking about literally Tuesday. Doc, what's going on, bro, man? Sitting down, having a normal, regular conversation. Saturday, motherfuckers babbling, eating boogers. That quick. Mm -hmm. Just that quick. And you know what? I've never seen any of them recover. Not one time have I seen them recover. The best football player that I've seen. Right, there's no recovery for it. Yeah, there's no no recovery for it. You know, they have to take those men. You know that medication to level them out, and I remember when I worked in a mental facility in Bellevue, and it was the first time. And here, all my life, I was always against medication. Oh, they don't get you know medication. And I saw a guy. He was uh, we we was talking, and we was having a great conversation. 
And you, this guy was smart as a whip, incarcerated. And then one of the nurses assistants said, have you ever seen that guy without medication? I said, no. And then he said, it's a whole different person. And then he, he left and he came back a few months later. And I was flabbergasted with this, this guy when he came back. He um, office meds, talking to herself, just doing all kind of crazy things. And then took the medication. 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours. What happened here? Yes, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Probably got disconnected. Yeah, I'm sure he'll call back. But, you know, that's a sad situation. Like I said, I've met several people. I've had the unfortunate pleasure or displeasure, excuse me, to know at least three people that this has happened to. Three. One of them was an uncle of mine, a major basketball player. One day, the very next fucking day, he, he, something just went in his brain, and he never was the same man to the day he died. And he actually died way too early. This dude went from a, a Division One recruit to Next day, the government was chasing him. They're trying to implant things in his brain and seeing UFOs. And nothing about this shit was fake. To him, it was as real as the hand in front of your face. So, I, you know, like I said, I feel for them. I feel that when stuff like this happens. But right. And it, I and didn't it's, wanna... it's... Go ahead. Yeah, and I, I had a um, a friend of mine, 22-year-old son. I've been on vacation with his family, and he committed suicide in Co-op City. He jumps out the window. And you're like, are you kidding me? You know, how did that happen? You know, what happened? You know, did he smoke some bad shit? You know, did he have, like, um, some stuff that just wasn't, that became unearthed, you know, like with schizophrenia and un- unanswered questions? And then also too, black black people tend to dismiss mental illness like we we immune to it or something, you know. We don't, you know, like whether you beat it out of somebody, pray it out of somebody, but no, it's real. It's real. See, here's the thing that we uh we're very uh tight to the vest with. People talk about the black experience, and there's a lot of the black experience that we want people to understand, but there's a lot of the black experience that we don't. We like to keep it private. It's like our, you know, it's like the family that has the uncle who likes to touch everybody. So we yep. want to keep that shit private. And, and one of the things I'll let out the bag is I'm going to agree with you 100%. Black people, for the most part, I'm, I can't put everybody with. We're not monolithic, so I can't put us all in one box. But for the most part, we laugh at mental illness. We try to exit. We try to make the myth that homosexuality is not anywhere near us. And that we turn a blind eye, for the most part, to street crime. 